Welcome to The Patient Pod, where we aim to empower our listeners with the knowledge they need to achieve physical well-being and emotional balance by providing effective solutions to reduce stressful thoughts. We're here to create a space for you to come and learn innovative techniques and tools that can improve your overall mental and physical wellness. In this podcast, we plan to outline all the techniques we're currently using in our lives and the strategies we're currently studying at our office. Thank you for coming on this journey with us. Let's get started. All right, so Dr. Egan. 10, episode number 10. A- a- episode number 10. Here we are. We haven't done a lot of chiropractic uh, with our first 10 episodes. The first couple, we did a little bit of chiropractic and how it relates to, like, you know, with your with your brain and, and your body and all the connections uh, and how you can actually have pain in your body with the way that you're thinking and your thoughts. But now we're going to talk a little bit more about what what is the meat and potatoes of chiropractic, mm-hmm. the things that you see on the internet. I mean, it's a, it's a hot topic these days. I know we're getting, we're, it's, uh, we're getting more popular. We're getting, there's a lot of attention with chiropractic and uh, it's a good and bad thing. I feel that the videos that I come across, I have to shut off almost immediately. Ugh, some of them are rough. And it's nothing against uh, any other chiropractor out there. I have love for you all. This is a great profession. Uh, the problem is, is we are miseducating the public on truly what chiropractic is and what we do as yep. chiropractors. Um, a common conversation in the office, snap, crackle, or pop. I want to get popped. Uh you know, I want to hear it pop and, and, and don't get me wrong. There is a pressure release with any type of pop or we call them cavitations. Mm-hmm. It's a release of gas. Yeah. And, uh, had a funny one the other day, patient, him and his wife, they've been coming in for a while and he's just a goofy guy, but he talked about, uh, you're going to bring on the bone farts today. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I love those people, man. They're great. Um, it's called it like, a, like you see it. Yeah. But they're real about it. They understand deep down yeah. that. You know, our philosophies here in the office are more than just a snap, crackle, or pop, but it's very popular because it there's something about that 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 sound that it causes relief. I think even by patients that come in and say they've watched those videos, they, yeah. they'll say, I don't know why I sat there and watched chiropractic videos um, for an hour last night. <laughs> right. And you see what you see on those videos isn't, I'm not going to say that those individuals weren't getting relief from what was happening. And I think that's the satisfaction that we see is we see them get cranked. You hear a noise and then you see them after feeling better. Yeah. So the release of gas within the joint is a pressure release. Um, we're huge on x-rays in the office. It's all we've ever known yeah. um, is philosophy based chiropractic is to locate the area of the spine that is causing the issues. Um, and without going on and on, I mean, we could talk about this for days, <laughs> yeah. but uh it's just, uh, I guess I go back to my experience with getting adjusted and the first few times I had a pinched nerve in my lower back and, and, you know, we got movement, but you didn't hear a sound, but I was getting better as time went on. And so what I've realized is that it's, it's a gimmick throughout this whole profession with the pop sound or that the pop is what I need to feel better. Yeah. If you restore motion into the joint properly, a lot of the times you will get that cavitation noise or that pressure of gas leaving the joints a lot of the times um 
when patients experience that, we're literally resetting the joint and how it needs to move. But when you see a lot of these TikTok videos of a female in her mid twenties in yoga pants getting yes. twisted all around, making a bunch of noise with the microphone right next to next to the patient, I think I I, I can't prove any of it, but I think that there's some noise pumped in there too. On some there, oh, hundred percent. Because some of them are, and we've been doing this for what seven years, mm -hmm. and some of them are ridiculous. Oh. I mean, I mean, it is the like entire thing moves. <laughs> yeah, they pulled the ripcord on it, and it's a, uh, it, it's loud. Yeah, and and it's and again, I think it's it's something that chiropractors have used for, um, like marketing to to get themselves out there, and that you know you hear these stories of of getting cracked. However, if you properly diagnose a patient, you know, as a chiropractic physician, you take them in, you do the new patient exam. You get their history, you palpate and feel their spine. You can have a good idea of where you need to go based on right. our experience and, and the patients we've seen. But when you take that x-ray, that is where you can actually visually see structurally what's going on in their spine. And the x-ray won't lie. It'll tell you exactly where at in the spine is getting overused um, yep. biomechanically, which is just how your body moves. A lot of postural issues these days with um, computer settings, office workstations working from home and we can locate that area that's causing the issues and then a lot of the times it all adds up in our diagnostic workup that we take from that day one history mm -hmm. and exam so then we look at that x-ray we can see what's causing it we know which way to go with it at this point and it's just going to take time based on what the x-ray is telling us yeah but if a patient comes in and they've been watching all those videos let's say they come in the first time and everything is really tight we diagnose, uh, you know, some some muscular spasms, and then we get that X-rays. We see those those places of stress. We adjust the first time, no pop. That's tough for when it comes to watching these videos, and we're only trying to be transparent about it because the what happens with those videos is the expectations of when someone comes in. I've had tons of patients that come in and they never really pop, but they get better. And so there's so much more than just the pop. What what if it's a muscular issue? Do, do we expect, you know, we need a massive pop to fi fix the muscle issue? No, you treat the muscle. So there's different things that are going on and there's different things that us as chiropractors treat. But, you know, going back to some of those videos, it's, it's like a mixed emotion about it for me because growing up with my dad and, and grandpa being chiropractors, I heard about all of the Oh, is your dad and grandpa a real doctor or, or do they, you know, what do they actually do? And, you know, all these kind of naysayers and it was all just fine. So with these crack videos, it's been really cool to see the popularity come up and people, um, while the popping sound is very sensationalized and it's getting, um, it's getting us more well known. It also is just a little part of what we actually do within the office 100 percent, dude and if you look at it like this if you if you got a patient that comes in and they're 40 years old and you take their x-ray and you can see it there's chronological age and biological age and based on what that patient's been up to throughout their life maybe they've never been adjusted maybe they've worked construction yep they've caused patterns without their throughout their spine so if we locate the area that's causing the issue on the x-ray and we can look at the joint, you can specifically see it because the body's always trying to heal itself. So just yep. like a callus on your hand due to repetitive friction from lifting weights or playing the guitar, 
your body lays down thicker skin naturally. And so, wow, how amazing is that, that it's doing that so that the skin don't break open. Yeah. What happens is the bones and the skeleton do the same exact thing. They're compensating to try to make up for an area that's injured. And so they lay down thicker, more rigid bone. That's where arthritis comes from and proper and proper uh, biomechanics or stress on your spine that lead to issues down the road repetitively day after day, year after year, hour after hour. And a patient comes in and you're, and if you have the expectation that I'm just going to lay you down and crack you all over and you're going to feel better and, and fix these issues, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's just yeah. not possible. That's just how the physiology and, and things and how they work. Exactly. Like in, and sometimes with there's, there's different goals for different patients. So some no pa- patients come in and do, I think we can get a hundred percent. Yes. Mm-hmm. But some people come in and we have to be honest with them. Hey, really based on, you know, what's going on, what I've seen uh, in the past with similar conditions like yours, you know, realistically, we're looking at possibly 50 to 60% better, but then I always ask them, you know, it, would that be worth it for you? And they go, well, absolutely. You know? And so, you know, if, if, as long as we're transparent and we know what expectations there are and that not just if you come in and we get a glorious pop, it's going to feel better because some of the people who pop the best actually don't respond as well as some other people do. Mm. So it's not really, it, it's not a, what is it? That it doesn't directly correlate to the better, the pop, the better, the results. It doesn't really, correlate like that no i mean a majority i mean 95 percent of our job is a feel that we're getting and so the more spines that we um adjust the more uh, practice we get at correcting patients through care plans and watching how they progress you can see you know yeah and it's just being honest with the patient this is here's our game plan any type of bone injuries you know you fracture any type of bone you're going to be put in a cast from six to 12 weeks. That's just how bones heal and remodel. Now, nothing has to be broken, but still there's been injury to a joint injury to the area. That area has become weak. So then that's where pain and discomfort and lack of mobility, you know, eventually kick in. We're restoring motion into the, the, the spine, which should be done visually through an x-ray to know exactly how that bone moves those bones move so many different ways mm-hmm. and true uh, truthfully i i know when i adjust a patient i want to hear one bone move yeah you know if i'm going for c6 in the neck which is probably one of the most common we're seeing with reversal of the curves text neck you've probably heard about it's it's all due to that hinge due to looking down or an old whiplash injury you got to know exactly which way that joint moves Mm-hmm. I tell patients all the time, and, and I say this jokingly because chiropractic, really, when I was 18 years old, I had a back injury. I'd sit there in school and press my back against the chair and, and get pops. Yeah. Or it the would, bear hug. The ba- oh, dude, we do those all the time. Yeah, we used to. Yeah. And so I'd be a hypocrite to say that I've never done that before. But really, that was the start of my chiropractic journey because I remember doing it in class one day in high school and my back froze up and I scared the daylights out of me. Yeah. And even my experience going to the chiropractor, I mean, remember being um, terrified and he was a great guy. He treated my mom for years and, but it was opening that door for me to know that this is more, that this is restoring motion to help an injured area. And, and we all, I mean, majority of the population, not chiropractic isn't for everyone for long-term. 
Yeah. Um, I think there's just a whole um, variety. I mean, we're still seeing what 13% of the population. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think 13%. So there's still a lot of people that, that haven't even really been introduced to chiropractic that it really could help. But I did want to add a little bit on. So you're talking about like, you know, the bones and how we were restoring motion in the bones. And, and, you know, if you break your leg, you know, you'd have to be in a cast for so long with our job and what we're also looking at, you know, just to kind of get you in a little bit on kind of our mindset it's not just the bone that we're having to assess. If it was just the bone, our job would be even, it would be a whole lot easier. We also had to look at that soft tissue and to kind of put it into terms that everyone understands. If you break a bone, is it going to take longer for that bone to heal up? Or if you sprain your ankle, mm -hmm. that ankle sprain is going to stick around for a while and it can be very repetitive. It can come back again. So the other part of our job is to look at those muscles too and go, okay, what is, you know, so we see, we see the stress that the bones have been put under with, you know, a little bit of osteoarthritis or whatever it is, but then we got to, you know, calculate, okay, well, what about these muscles? What have they been through? How, how many car accidents have you been in? Even minor car accidents are massive when it comes to the whiplash of those muscles. Mm. So we also have to calculate that. And I believe even in guidance physiology book, the, the soft tissue takes, you know, 12 to 18 months, I believe is what it said. I need to go, will fact check me, but Guyton. it takes guiding. Yeah, we, we, we dug deep on that one, but, um, I believe that it's, uh, a little over a year that it actually takes for it to fully heal. Mm -hmm. Now, well, then the question is, well, what the heck are we doing in a, you know, a couple of weeks? Well, we're starting to speed that process up is what we're, we're trying to help speed that process up and get those muscles where they're not so tense and pulling those joints out like they, or more of freezing those joints up is, is more kind of what most people have. Yeah. And I mean, we form patterns and muscles have memory. Mm -hmm. And so we're sitting in a specific posture day after day, or, or there's looking down at the phone. I mean, I'm seeing everybody patients in their late teens and twenties already developing arthritis yep. in their neck due to just, they're looking straight down at their phone. So let's break down arthritis because that's a, a very intimidating word in healthcare. If you break down arthritis, it's really just, you know, arth meaning joint and itis meaning inflammation. So abnormal motion will lead to stiffness, um, irritation in the joint inflammation, and then the muscles then form that memory of, you know, muscle spasms, um, we're forming patterns. So arthritis is really stiffness in the joints that gets better with movement. Well, if you put the proper motion into those joints, you can prevent arthritis from progressing as quickly. We yeah. all will experience it. It's yeah. just wear and tear. Yeah, we got to get spondylosis is wear and tear. I hear patients come in. I got an MRI and they said I have spondylosis, which sounds worse. Same thing. It's physiology, man. Yeah, that's just yeah. how it works. And and we had a great physiology teacher. Shout out to Dr. Ignatov. <laughs> Dr. Ignatov. Yeah, Best he was teacher I ever had. Yeah, he really. Yeah, he he definitely is really good. So Very ten. Good. Now we got to the the fun question. Yep. Episode. This is the end of episode ten. Yep. Episode ten, and we always end up with a uh, favorite number. Favorite number? Uh, what we're favorite doing? Player, I guess. With the with the number ten. I yep. There's there's a ton of. I every time you ask me, I just I start Blank. blanking. Yeah. Chipper Jones, number ten. Ooh, I was gonna say Chip. He's Chipper one of my Jones. favorites. Boy. Chipper Jones. He popped in my head first. Okay. Who's who, who's uh, who's yours? Number ten. Mm. Number ten batting or playing football i'd say tyreek hill when he was oh tyreek what number is he now he's 10 he's I still believe. 10 yeah yeah i don't Tyreke. watch the dolphins though 
Yes. But Tyreek Hill, uh, yeah, Chipper Jones. Most famous number 10. Ooh. Can you, can you, uh, Tom is 12. Let's see who else. Not many 10s really that Chipper uh, Jones is probably the Chipper. We're going to get, we're going to get uh comments. I didn't ever have like some, I mean, 10 was my number, but I never had anybody that I like the reason I got that. I liked it. It was just Seth, Seth commented on our, our YouTube and he shouted out, uh, you remember Matt Jones was, uh, he was our quarterback for Arkansas. He went to the Jaguars. He was number nine. Oh, okay. he was really good. Actually played for Coach Nut, which we talked about oh, last last time. Nut. Yeah, um, number ten. Is there is there any hockey number tens? The hockey's all up. They're way. Yeah, up there. they're way. Yeah, they're they're way up there. They got some randoms. And um, then I don't know much about soccer either. Who's uh, who's who's a big quarterback? There's got to be a big quarterback's number ten. Trent Green, when he was with the Chiefs, Trent Green 10. was number ten. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Aaron Rodgers is he was twelve, twelve, and, and he went to another number with the Jets, but he only played like three plays, so I don't even remember what it was. I don't even know either, man. And then Peyton, sixteen. He was sixteen with Tennessee, eighteen in the pros. Luck. Uh, he was twelve. Twelve. So I used to, like, if I couldn't sleep growing up, I would think, like, go through every number and think of a player with that number. That was like, that was like your, like, uh, your sports meditation. Most of them were Chiefs players, though. Yeah. Um, But 10, yeah, uh, Isaiah Pacheco is wearing number 10 now. Oh, Isaiah Pacheco. He was one of the hardest runners ever, man. Yeah. uh, So, yes, in the, in the comments section of this, if you got some more 10s, we would love to read them. And, uh, and, and let and let us know all the ones all the layups that we just missed right here while we're doing this. Speaking of layups, wasn't uh, there's some NBA? Nice transition there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was a spur maybe. Uh, Ginobili? No. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking Tim Duncan or one of those guys. Man, Tim Duncan. He could have been. Man, I haven't watched NBA in so long. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. So uh, uh, we got episode. 10. Well, we got episode 11 coming up next week. You get excited about it. We've crossed into double digits. We're still, uh, we're still working on it. Still climbing. We're still climbing. Dr. Aiken just threw out a great transition into a different topic. We really like that. We're going to get better at those things. So we, we, we want to work on our, our transitions instead of, um, and then go to the next one. Mm -hmm. We'll work on those transitions. All right. As always, if you're listening on the Apple podcast or on our Aiden Chiropractic website, if you would like to check us out on YouTube, we would love for you to go in there, subscribe. Also, leave a nice little review for us. It really does help promote our podcast. Uh, and as always, we appreciate you listening. Uh, check out. And, and also, I'm putting up uh, one or two shorter form videos on YouTube, trying to a week. So go check those out. They're basically just mini portions of this podcast as well. That way you can check those out. All right, guys. Thank you. All righty. All righty. And that's a wrap on another episode of The Patient Pod. We hope you enjoyed our exploration of all things health and wellness and that you've gained some valuable insights to help you lead a healthier and happier life. At The Patient Pod, our goal is to empower you with the knowledge and practical tips that you can incorporate into your daily routine. Remember, Small changes can lead to significant improvements in your overall well-being. We would like to extend a big thank you to all our listeners for joining us on this health journey. 
Your health and support engagement mean the world to us, and we're thrilled to have you as a part of our community. Don't forget to subscribe to The Patient Pod so you won't miss any upcoming episodes. We have more fascinating interviews, expert guests, and health-based discussions on the horizon. As we sign off today, let's remember that health is a precious gift, and it's essential to prioritize self-care and well-being in our busy lives. Thank you once again for tuning in. Stay committed to your goals, and remember that every positive choice you make brings you one step closer to unlocking your full potential.